Hello, greetings. My name is Shaiju and welcome to Mentorship Matters. I'm excited to hear all your feedback from my last post. If you haven't watched that yet, I would strongly encourage you to first start by listening to that episode before we continue on today's episode. We're going to be talking about different kinds of mentors and how you'll be able to identify what you're looking for and who is it that you need in this point of time in your life. I would like to focus about spiritual mentorship more than what the world sees as mentors. There are people that you are able to hire as a coach, as a mentor, um, somebody that can teach you a, a particular skill and expertise. Um, there are people that would focus on your marriage your, uh, or developing a certain talent. And if you think about it in the context of church, there are brothers and sisters that are willing to even pour into you selflessly. You will see in the book of Titus how the older women are encouraged to teach the younger women. They are encouraged to teach them about marriage, about how to grow up children, how to behave, how to function. So basically they're functioning as somebody that would mentor a certain part of life. Not everybody can teach you how to bring up children. So if you can identify somebody that have that skill and not necessarily those that have a great parenting probably are great at teaching you how to have a happy married life. So there are some people that are skilled with understanding communication. So it is necessary that we be able to identify what area of life is it that you want to develop. Then there are others that you can get by uh, paying a sum of money and they are precisely chosen to develop a certain skill um, in your life. Uh, for example, a music teacher um, who comes by and he mentors you in that area of music and he's able to tell you what you're doing wrong. Similarly, you find people that are great coaches and they can coach you in a certain sport. They can tell you that the way you're holding the bat is the wrong way. If you give them the bat and ask them to bat themselves, they may not be the best uh, sports person. They may not be able to achieve the same results you can, but they're very good at identifying what is wrong with your technique and they're able to amplify your existing talent. So it's very important for you to identify what stream is your pastor in. Because if there is a strong passion in your heart um, to develop the prophetic, and if your pastor is somebody that does not believe that prophecies exist today, you're likely to be very disappointed um, having that pastor mentor your life because obviously he doesn't believe that the gift exists. So it's very important for you to do a, a little research to find out what stream is your church in, what stream is your pastor in, what do they believe. And there are different kinds of stream, even among Bible-believing, spirit-filled Christians. Not all the pastors are in the same stream. There are some people that believe more in teaching the word. Some others believe in, in the prophetic. There are some others who focus on the healing ministry. Some others believe in the evangelistic ministry. So there are different men of God that are called to do different things. 
So it's very important to weigh your heart and see where the Lord is inspiring you and what direction the Lord is leading you. And then you have somebody who is your spiritual father, as Apostle Paul said, that I have fathered you in the gospel. Having a spiritual father is a life journey, especially if you are blessed to have a man of God that is continuously growing. You are blessed with an opportunity to continue to challenge yourself and grow. And so it becomes a lifelong journey. So if you do not already have a mentor or a coach or a pastor or a spiritual father, it is very important for you to not rush into that decision. Take time to study yourself and take time to study your mentor before you make that choice. Many people focus on what to expect from a mentor, but what they do not pay attention to is to also to study what not to expect from that person. Because most disappointments do not come from what they expect. And most disappointments come from what they did not expect. You go for something, you start your relationship expecting something, and then over time you expected more and there lies the disappointment. For example, your mentor is not necessarily your friend, but your relationship can grow into a good friendship. But majority of times, I've seen people enter into a relationship and forget the seriousness of that relationship and want to maintain a friendship with that mentor. And suddenly, they are met with disappointments. So it is important that you learn what to expect and what not to expect from them. A mentor can be friendly with you, but it doesn't make you their friend. When people feel betrayed, is because they were committed to something more than what they expected. So it is important for you to clearly define your relationship. Jesus looked at his disciples and said, I call you my friends. When somebody of that posture accepts you as their friend, you want to be humble enough to receive it, but also to be careful that there are boundaries to that relationship. But any amount of familiarity can kill that precious relationship. So it is their greatness to offer you their friendship, but it is your wisdom to always remember your boundaries. So clearly understanding what your relationship is and what you expect from that man of God or that individual is very important to protect your relationship with that mentor. Once you are clear about what you want from that relationship, be ready to invest your 100% to make that relationship work for you. I've seen people that have invested so much into a relationship and finally being hurt because the relationship was not clearly defined. This individual thought this person was a son, but all this person wanted was a platform. So it is important for you to protect yourself, whether you are a mentor or mentee, that you do not enter into a relationship which can later turn to look like abuse because your expectations were not clear. So it is not wrong to have an expectation from your mentor. Uh, some people go to some people for certain skill. They want certain things from an individual. You want a healing, you want a prayer, you want a prophecy. That is fine as long your expectations are clearly defined. And you pursue that relationship saying, help me in this area, help me build my preaching skill, help me build my ministry. It's okay to have an expectation from a mentor as long as it is clearly stated. But it's important for you to remember that pursuing a prophet for a prophecy is not equal to pursuing him for an inheritance. 
and that is set for sons who have an understanding of sonship. So before you even get started, take a paper and a pen and clearly begin to write down what is it that I want from my mentor? What is it that I expect? What is it that I'm not willing to give up? To be even fair to the mentor that you're pursuing, be clear of what you're willing to give up, what you're not willing to give up, what you desire. Please be aware that your mentor does not necessarily have to accept you. Be prepared to even hear a no from your mentor. That is being realistic, that not everybody can help somebody and you need to appreciate the fact that they're being honest about that to you. And I would say, before you even approach this individual, try to study this individual and research about it and to see if what you want is what they really carry. I remember in the initial stages, I was desperate to find a mentor. I was desperate to find a spiritual father. And I went to this mighty man of God who was a successful pastor. And I said, listen, I need you to be my mentor. I need you to be my spiritual father. I thought he would be the right person to lead me since he had a successful church plant. Shortly into our conversation, he turned to me and said he doesn't believe in, in the idea of having a spiritual father or somebody mentoring somebody. It took me by surprise and I began to thank the Lord that he was honest enough to say it. Imagine me pursuing him and later getting to know that this man didn't even believe in the context of God using a human being to mentor another human being. The Bible is clear, as iron sharpens iron, so does man sharpens man. So I pray that this is of some help to you in making what you expect, what stream you are in, what exactly do you want in life, what are his strengths, and what are you willing to give up? Are you able to understand mentorship from his point of view? His perspective may be very different from your perspective. Make sure to research if that man of God's idea and your idea of mentorship or what you're looking for is on the same page. In this process, do not ignore the help of the Holy Spirit. He is your best helper and he knows who is that right individual that God will use to bring into your life that will speak in a way only that person can speak and help you in a way only that person can help. In the next episode, I probably cover on how to contact your mentor and how to approach him and how you can proceed in making that first contact. Would that be of interest to you? Are you excited about it? Let me know in the comment section. Your conversations help me understand how much you are understanding and what inspires you and what more I can cover in the upcoming series. If this blessed you, make sure to hit like and share. And I pray that it will bless somebody else just as it has blessed you. Until next time, God bless you.